Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Stay at Home Mom Vibes. I am your host, Kanisha, and I hope you all are having an amazing day or night, depending on what side of the world you are on. So this episode is about me telling you guys a little bit of story time of how I've experienced and still sometimes deal with stay at home mom depression and i'm going to give you guys a little brief little summary of who i am and my family so first i'm kanisha i'm 30 years old um i'm married i've been married for six years to my wonderful amazing husband quentin he's 30 as well we've been married for six years we have four laid back chill fun amazing kids we have three boys and a girl our oldest son is nasir he's 14 we have our knee baby boy well he's not a baby but um we have noah he's seven we have nigel he's five he'll be six september 25th and we have miss princess nadia she's two going on 22 she's just her own little woman okay so this makes up the tribe of rush you probably remember that name if you've ever caught us on youtube we have a youtube channel called the tribe of rush which we have not been uploading like we should so yeah but we are the tribe of rush and i'm going to tell you guys how i became a stay-at-home mom so i've always worked i always had a job i had my oldest son when i was 16 years old so i was in school graduated had a job every time I got pregnant I will always quit my job because it was hard for me to work and be pregnant maybe a little bit of laziness played in there too but um when I got married me and my husband lived with my um with his parents and um I wasn't working I was in school so I was at home with people you know so there's no way I could be depressed because I was at home with somebody like adults and stuff so I could talk to but um, whenever we moved out, I was pregnant with um, Nadia. I was working at a urologist's office at that time while we were living on our own. And I got pregnant with her, like I said, and I came home. I became a stay-at-home mom. Um, and before I, before I had Nadia, I started noticing that things were different in my mind. I started feeling different. I wasn't eating like I should. I wasn't being my chipper self. I wasn't being my outgoing self, my happy self. Because if you know me, you know like I'm all over the place. I love to have a good time. I love to smile, talk, laugh, crack jokes, all that good stuff. I wasn't doing that anymore. Um, Nigel, I mean Nazir and Noah was at school. Me and Nigel was at home. I'm pregnant. And it's like I lost a sense of who I was. I didn't know you know, what was wrong with me at the time. I was like, I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not happy. I don't want to get out of bed. It's like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on. So I, I lost a side of who I was. Like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. It's like, I didn't know. Um, the feelings that I were feeling were very different, very different from what I felt before. And I was afraid. I I, I kind of said to myself, well, maybe I'm dealing with depression. But I didn't want to say that to anybody else because being black, and if you're a black listener, then you know dealing with depression, you know, coming up in the black, growing up in a black home, they'll be like, oh, that's the devil. You better pray against that devil. You better get your prayer oil, your Bible. You better pray against that spirit. Different stuff like that. So I knew for a fact that I did not want to tell anybody, you know, what was going on with me, you know, far as feeling like I was depressed. So 
instead of telling somebody, I just decided to research, you know, Google my symptoms, Google what I was feeling and different stuff like that. So of course, Google having all the answers told me that I was depressed, which I was like, okay, I'm depressed. But it felt like it was something more deeper than just being depressed. So I just started putting, typing in different things like not wanting to get out of bed, um, sad all the time and just being angry and different stuff like that. So I was going through the articles one day and I came, um, I can't remember the name of the exact article, but I remember it saying stay at home mom depression. And I'm like, stay at home mom depression. What is that? Because by me being a stay at home mom, a new stay at home mom, me not being used to being a stay at home mom, me not ever seeing a stay at home mom that I knew because growing up looking at TV, <laughs> Betty Homemaker was a white woman who wore apron all day and did the whole thing, you know? So I never seen a black stay at home mom. So I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know who to look to. Even reading articles, I never read an article from a black woman that was a stay at home mom. My mother worked a full time job. My grandmother worked a full time job to the point where she retired. And you might hear my kids in the back because Nadia just yelled. But anyway, that was a little side note. So it was new to me. It was new because I'm like, who do I talk to? I don't want to go to a psychiatrist because what if they put me in the crazy house? These are the things that's going through my mind right now. Like, what am I going to do? So I started reading the articles and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. Stay at home mom depression is so real right now. I never knew it was a thing. And I didn't know who to talk to. But one thing that stuck out in the article was like, don't hold your feelings in because when you explode, it didn't say this, but in, in a whole nutshell, if you hold your feelings in, when you finally reach that climax, then it's going to, it's going to be a big mess. So I was like, what better person to talk to than my mom? So I told my mom, I remember telling her like, mom, you know, I'm going through this. This is what I'm going through. I'm having suicidal thoughts. I'm having thoughts of hurting myself. Never thoughts of hurting my kids, but just me. I started thinking, well, maybe the world would be so much better if, it, if I wasn't here. If I, what am I doing? I'm pregnant. I'm bringing a baby in this world. Oh my God, I'm going to be such a bad mom. I have nobody. I have no friends. Like all this is going through my mind. So I'm telling my mom this stuff. She's looking at me like, okay. So she tells me, you are a stay at home mom. Girl, you got it going on. Your husband got a good job. You ain't got to work. You got this, she got that. And I'm looking at her like, are you serious right now? You know, I'm thinking like, you're my mom. I'm looking in no shade to my mom, my sweet pea. I love my mom so much. But I mean, if you don't know, then you don't know. And she obviously didn't know because if she dealt with depression, I never knew it because I grew up in a single parent home. She was the only one that worked. And if she was depressed, I didn't know. She put on her big girl panties and did what she had to do to make ends meet. Okay. So I was like, she was like, you better pray. Don't you know God can heal and deliver? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I know he can. But you better act like you know, you know, telling me this stuff. So I'm like, oh, God. Okay. So 
I never told my husband because I was like, oh, he's going to be like, girl, you crazy, you know? And so I just left it to my, to me and my mom. And then after that conversation that I had with my mom, we never talked about it again. You know, she would come over to the house. We were at like, we, I never had this conversation with her because at this point, I think she was kind of scared, you know, to have this conversation because her only daughter, because I am my mom's only child, is having suicidal thoughts. So what do you do if you never had to experience that? I kind of felt like my mom was like, well, what do I do? What do I say? So it was kind of like, we're going to, we talked about it. We're going to leave it alone and not bring it up again. Long as you good, long as you ain't kill yourself yet, you good. You know, that's how I felt coming from her. So months went on, I've already had Nadia and it seemed like it got worse to the point where I would be talking to my husband and I would just burst out in tears. I will go in the restroom and just lay on the floor, just laying there thinking crazy stuff. So I was like, it's time to talk to him about it and tell him what's going on. Because I remember telling him, you know, like I'm having suicidal thoughts. Um, This is going on. This is going on. That is going on. And he he said to me, why are you depressed? Like, why? You have everything that you could ever want. You don't have to work. You have money. You have this. You have that. You have kids. Like, anybody else would love to be in your shoes. But I didn't look at it that way. And I think as people that don't know or never dealt with depression or stay-at-home depression, they really can't be beneficial. Like, you can talk to them about it, but don't expect... And this is one nugget I want to give people out there, stay-at-home moms or either you're a working mom or whatever type of mom. You know, if you're talking to somebody that has never been through what you've been through, don't expect a whole lot because how can somebody tell you something or give you advice on something if they've never been through it? So it's always good to talk to somebody that's relatable, that has been through what you've been through. Or that's currently going through what you're going through. So then that way y'all can learn together. You can get some nuggets from them. They can give you some nuggets. And then y'all can just pave the way for each other. So back on topic. So once I told him, you know, and I tried to explain. And I thank God for Quentin because when I told him, he was open to understand and to learn. So when I told him what was going on, he was like, okay, well, you need to tell me when you feel in some type of way. Because when I would feel type of way, this type of way, or, you know, because it wasn't every day. It was like, it would hit me in spells, you know. And so when I would tell him, I was like, okay, Quentin, I'm feeling some type of way today. I just need you to hold me. And some days that's what I needed. I just needed him to hug me, hold me, nothing intimate. Just I just needed a hug from him. And that hug just meant so much to me. So, you know, things started getting a little better, but it was like I would go up a little bit and I would come back down. So I had to figure out ways to cope with stay-at-home mom depression because I never went to a psychiatrist still to this day, which I feel like I would love to go to a psychiatrist, but... I'm not going right now because I'm afraid they might put me on meds because they they love to give you some medicine to treat it. Not throwing shade to anybody that's on antidepressants, but I just know that I'm not ready for that. But I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to read this article 
that I found so helpful. I found the other day. It's called, the name of the website is Kindred Bravely. And I love it, love it, love it. I, I'm not going to read all of what she says, but I'm going to read some. So it can give you guys a brief, you know, outlook of what stay-at-home mom depression is. And some ways, well, I'm not going to tell you like what she says she does to deal with stay-at-home mom depression. I'm going to tell you what I do to deal with stay-at-home mom depression. So I'm going to read a little bit so you guys can have like a little bit of background. So it says, uh, let's see. It says that the depression that stay-at-home moms experience shouldn't be confused with postpartum depression, which is PPD, a mental health disorder that affects one in seven moms. Although PPD can last for months if left untreated, it usually limits to postpartum Ooh, excuse me, postpartum period, where stay-at-home mom depression can strike at any time. How do you know if you're experiencing stay-at-home mom depression and just not loneliness are the baby blues? According to American American Psychiatric, oh, Psychiatric Association, symptoms of depression include sadness, loneliness, loss of appetite, and not wanting to engage in activities you previously enjoyed. You may die. You may be diagnosed with depression if these symptoms last more than two weeks. And that's the thing about it: stay-at-home mom depression and regular depression kind of coexist with each other because the signs are there. But as in my case, I was home all day. You know, and I didn't have anybody I can talk to. It's like you lose who you are. It's like you you forget that you are a person because your whole life now is to take care of kids and take care of a home and take care of your husband. And I know that when I first started talking about it, I was like, well, I sound selfish. I sound like I just hate being a mom. I hate being a wife. And that's not even it because I love doing this. I love being a mom. I love my children. I love my husband. I love the life that I have. But it's like when you when it's not about you anymore and the focus on somebody else, whether it's a man or anybody they will feel the same way because it's like you lose who you are. It's like, okay, well, who is Kanisha? I need to find out who I am. What do I like now? Because it's like you, everything that you love and that you like, you have to put it on hold to take care of little people and to take care of your husband. So it says uh, how to cope with stay at home mom depression. And like I said, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of some things that I have done. So how I cope with stay-at-home mom depression, and I still deal with it to this day, especially like what's going on in the world with um the the pandemic, which will be another episode for you guys. Um, how I deal with it is self-care, and self-care can result in taking a longer shower. Because honey, I be up in there like about twenty minutes. I be trying to be in there for a long time. Um, that's like my escape. Like okay. I can't wait till my husband gets home because I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom and don't look for me because I'm being there for a long time. Okay. So I've been there for, for a long time. Um, write down your feelings. And this has helped me so, 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 so much. I have tons and tons of journals where I write down my feelings because when, when first when I couldn't talk to anybody, I wrote them down and that was like an outlet for me. And Even to this day, I will write down how I'm feeling. Even if it's two words, I'm mad, I'm sad, I feel lonely, 
well, that's three, but yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. Writing down your feelings is good too. Starting a blog is good. Um, just there's different things you can do to to release your madness. It says con the next one. Um, connect with stay at home moms. In my case, I didn't know any stay at home moms, but I connected with stay at home moms on Facebook groups. I never had a personal relationship with them, but I connected with them by joining groups, um, chiming in on different conversations, chiming in on different things that we were all experiencing. When I got in those Facebook groups, I was like, oh my gosh, we are different. We come from different backgrounds. We're in different locations, but we are so much alike because a lot of women in those Facebook groups experience the same thing that I've experienced. And even you listening to this podcast is a way of trying to heal your stay-at-home mom depression because this is exactly what I did. I listened to podcasts, but the only thing about it is I never was able to find a black stay-at-home mom person like and no shade to you know my white moms because honey white moms are the truth too like all y'all all moms are a vibe and I love to hear all of you guys's opinions and stuff like that the next one that I did was take a nap um when my kids were asleep I was asleep even now I will fall asleep now like even though my kids are older my mom will come over and I will lay on that chair and I will catch a nap because the youngest is two Nadia and of course she can be a little mischief she can get in things she still has a wandering mind so she can you know she likes to climb and experiment on different stuff so my mom's here I'm like mom can you watch Nadia real quick and I will like fall asleep on the chair just to get some extra rest um, one thing that you can do too, which I took off this website, is reach out to a therapist or a counselor. Know that there's nothing wrong with that because like I said earlier in, in this podcast that I would love to go sit down and talk with a counselor if I have time because I have so much going on in my day, which I will also tell that would be a podcast of what goes on in my day. But um, I'm so busy and I would love to go sit on, well, lay on somebody's chair and just vent and tell them everything that's going on in my life and you know different things so the next thing is exercise i never exercised i don't like exercising but one thing that i do love to do is meditate i love to meditate i love to go on youtube look up some arike um meditation sounds music and just breathe inhale exhale and just let all my worrying go i would love to get into yoga if I knew how to do it, but I ain't I ain't ready for all of that. So I'm just gonna stick with what I've been trying to do. Um, and that's all of the things that I've done that has helped me. You know, just con try to connect with people that are on the same level as you. Not saying that if you can't talk to somebody that has never dealt with depression, but it'll be more easier and more, you know easier for you to release things when you can talk to somebody that has experienced the same thing as you so don't ever feel that you're crazy or you're a bad mom even a bad dad because there are some stay-at-home dads out there hey dads but don't feel like you're a bad person or you're not a good mom you're not a good parent you're not a good spouse or whatever if you have these feelings it's okay it's okay to not be okay you guys Talk to somebody, talk to God, 
talk to somebody that you can see in front of you and let them know how you're feeling. Go to Dollar Tree, get you a notebook, a pen, and write down your feelings and just express the way you feel. Don't hold it in before it gets too late. If you're having suicidal thoughts, talk to somebody. It's okay. It's like I said, it's okay to not be okay. Know that we're in this all together. I think I'm going to end this podcast now because I can't get a little rambly and we're already 20 minutes in. And yeah, so I'm glad you guys found this podcast. If you find it helpful, if you have any questions, you have anything that you want me to talk about, submit your answers, your questions, your suggestions to stayathomemomvibes at yahoo.com. I will read all of you guys' emails um follow us on social media platform which is instagram at stay at home mom vibes i will be posting up there as well everything that i bring to this podcast i will bring it to my social media social media social media so yes i hope you all just have a great day take care of each other know that you are worth it you are wonderful you are an amazing person you are an amazing guy amazing God. We serve an amazing God, but you are an amazing person and God can heal and deliver us from anything that we bring before him. I hope you all have a great day. And remember, it's a vibe to be a mom.